0: Hey guys and welcome. I'm life coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi Jose Portillo and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga wellness life coaching retreat in Greece. And you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply. We are only taking 10 people and I would love for you to be one of them. So to stay in the know, visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply. See you in Greece. Welcome to today's episode of the Create Your Fate podcast. I am your host, life coach Meg Ellis, and my bestie Alana is back <laughs> for part three. We are wrapping it up of body image. There's just so much to talk about, and it was Elena the first two episodes, but she has now asked to uh, use her <laughs> code name <laughs> for for public. Uh, to project her identity so Alana welcome back <laughs> it's great to be here <laughs> oh my gosh this is too funny well I'm still oh, in Austin I my
1: voice.
0: that's right <laughs> nobody's gonna know it's you especially not on YouTube on the video oh, um, gonna know? no one's gonna know they're really going to know. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. So we are getting to this really, there's just so many things that we could talk about. You know, um, let's go into, uh, let's start first with BMI, things that we're going to be covering on this episode. BMI, food pyramid, how ideal body type has changed, and then we'll wrap up with fillers and Botox, kind of hit that back up. But then um, just some, you know, things that you can do for positive body image and how to feel good about yourself, you know? Um, So let's just go into BMI, BMI, which is um, what makes us all feel really shitty about ourselves, you know? (laughs) So I don't know if you know this, but the BMI, um, the body mass index chart that, you know, you step on the scale of the doctors and they measure you and... They basically tell you where you land on the BMI scale or the chart. And there's like red, yellow, green, and you should really be, it measures you if you're the right weight or if you are, they measure you for obesity. But really this BMI chart was not even developed by a doctor or any type of health practitioner. It was a mathematician in the eighteen thirties, who was he was a man. So this episode might be called F the Patriarchy. I don't know, (laughs) but we haven't gotten that far yet. But it was developed by a man. There is an
1: episode to say F the Patriarchy. It's about the man who created BMI.
0: Yes. It is literally we should call it that. I'll I'll send the notes over. Um but really It was developed by a mathematician, a man. He did not even account for all body types. He measured seventy four hundred men from twelve sample groups. That's it. That's it. Said what in the mid in the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, in the eighteen hundreds, looking to see you know what
1: European men.
0: Yeah, Western European men. So
1: not even like. Any
0: other ethnicity. Right. Uh, Well, I think there are a couple on there. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, Italian railway workers, I'm just reading this now, uh, men from East and West Finland, Japanese farmers and fishermen, South African, uh, could not be suggested to be a representative sample. So, um, and this is is on ABC News, just letting y'all know, but- It wasn't even a chart designed to measure obesity. It was literally to to find the average size of men in the 1800s. So do not let that uh, get you down because you know what I want to say to that guy? Stay in your lane. And also, more importantly, who used this information to now relate to everybody's bodies and... Say, let's move this to measure obesity. Like, who's that guy? That's what I want to know.
1: Right. It's funny because when I Google BMI, it's like one of the first things that comes up is why is it inaccurate? But the reason I have beef with it is because they give you a healthy underweight, normal, whatever, index based on your weight and your height. But, like, that doesn't take into account muscle mass. And some people have a lot of muscle. So Mm -hmm. how I just don't understand who supported this person and thinking, oh, the BMI is a great idea. Like, maybe it's like a rough estimate, but Mm -hmm. I am always, like, always going to have a lot of muscle. Like, I just
0: do. My legs, muscle. Right. There's a lot of, you know, what's funny is when I first moved to Texas- I know, even before, this is like 2013-ish, even in Pittsburgh, I um, started doing bar classes with a friend, and I had never done that before. I was always just a cardio person. I was a runner. I did sports. So I had really muscular legs, and then I was going to – and I'm also highly inflexible. I'm working on it, but just naturally, I have very (laughs) tight hamstrings. It's like a family thing. My sister has it, my dad. But anyway – so I go to this bar class, and I did it for a little while, and everybody else is, you know, really, like, tall, maybe not, but, like, really skinny, right, with no muscle. And I'm, I'm not saying people who do ball, bar, bar have no muscle, but when I started it, I was very out of place, and... Everyone's bending their legs like, woo, like doing these things. You're like lifting your leg up in like the air, doing all these crazy things. I was like, what is this? It's not running. I don't know what to do. And I could – like everyone else has like a 90-degree angle with their legs. And I'm over here like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, First of all, I don't have the flexibility to do it. But also, your leg weighs 20 pounds, girlfriend, next to me. My leg weighs – Seventy pounds, you know. Right. right. Like anyway, that's just my beef with bar, apparently. Just had to vent that out. Thank you for being a safe space. I didn't know.
1: I didn't know you had that experience. I
0: know. I've never talked about it. Wow. (laughs) Feel better. Oh man. Anyway, I love bar now. It's it's really great. But back then I was very intimidated. I don't think I've done bar since before the um pandemic. Yeah. It's a great workout. It is. Um, but it was not for me personally. But yeah, it's uh it does not account for muscle, it doesn't account for so many things, and it sure as hell does not make you feel good about yourself, you know? Right. So that's my beef with that.
1: I had no idea that it was well, should have known the history, but mm-hmm. didn't.
0: Yeah. Speaking of things that don't make you feel good about yourself, I have the f- original food pyramid up from the 1970s. And I'll pull up I'll pull up the current one. <laughs> so, at the very bottom, which is the biggest part of the pyramid where it shows you should have the most food, it is bread, cereal, rice, and pasta. Six to 11 servings, and i is this per day? I'm pretty sure oh, this no. is per day. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, I'm looking at this like per week, but I'm pretty sure it's per day. <laughs> yeah. So right. six to 10 servings per day of bread, cereal, rice, and pasta, right? All these things that are super inflammatory foods. Personally, I'm, I try and be gluten-free. I'm gluten-conscious. Which is what I say. Um, I'm aware Ooh, that I'm okay. destroying my body every time I eat gluten, <laughs> so I, I try not to eat it when I can. When I can cut it out, um, I'm not, you know, 100. Probably 80 20. But, you know, I I don't know about you, but we grew up in my household. We had sugar cereal for breakfast. Oh no, that was a treat for us. Oh my god, we had it every single day. Every single day, we had sugar totally. cereal like Frosted Flakes, Frosted Flakes, sponsor this, (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know what the other ones are, Fruity Pebbles, all that stuff. We had that every single day. And then we would have a sandwich for lunch with the little side of Ritz crackers or something like that, a fruit, and then a dessert, which is like a ho-ho or something. And then we'd have an afternoon snack, which was some type of potato chip. And then we'd have some type of pasta or potatoes for dinner. And then we'd have ice cream and, like, in a cone, you know, for dessert. Like, that's what I ate every single day until I was probably 16. Uh, I can't remember that. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
1: the Spam Loaf or whatever?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> it's called a ham loaf. And it was so <laughs> disgusting. My, my mom has many strengths. And cooking is just not her greatest. We'll say that. And oh, that was very nice of you. I know I phrased Can that as nicely in, as I could. We what
1: both grew up in pretty big families, four kids.
0: Yeah, um, Gee, it was it was like it was cooking for the masses. You know, it's like oh, it's wedding food. You know, it's not going to be really good.
1: <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. that I never was presented with a ham loaf. Uh, yeah if you so can so
0: imagine bad. meatloaf but with spam yeah gross. like who who one day my dad who have who i mean we just ate not good food for a long time and one day he literally just like slams his hands down on the table and he's like tracy no more ham loaf <laughs> we were like oh my god thank god <laughs> yay because it was oh my god the ugh. I know,
1: but yeah, we used to. We had similar. I mean, you know, we didn't have we didn't have sugary cereals, but we did have toaster
0: strudels. Mm, pop tarts. We had pop tarts. Mm. Same thing. It's like what toaster sugar. strudels were
1: okay, but like we really <laughs> got pop tarts.
0: Like I don't.
1: You can have the thing with the, sh- the frosting pack and you can...
0: Yeah. We're going to have sandwich. to ask your mom where where the line was. It's a little gray. Yeah. <laughs> need
1: to ask her about it. Uh, so on this
0: original food chart, it has basically six to 11 servings of ri- uh, bread, cereal, rice, pasta, and then you have three to five vegetables. So that's cut in half. Yeah. That's literally nutty. That- Where
1: did the potato chips fall in? Do they count as fats? Because, like, for the treats, it looks like mostly ice cream,
0: like, sweets, right? I mean, I think it would be both, like, fats and – because the fat comes from the oil and stuff and the way it's prepared. I don't know. Now I'm questioning all my knowledge. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Where does the potato chip land (laughs) I mean, it's definitely a starch. Yeah, it is. Hmm.
1: Well, Like there's a croissant and a pretzel on this healthy food pyramid. But
0: anyway,
1: (laughs) all that to say.
0: Hey, if someone's trying to tell me that croissants are healthy, I'm not going to fight them. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, but. I don't know. It like, it this is just so entirely. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then you you grow up and you're addicted to sugar. And then you get to a teenager, and they're like, "Hey, can you look like Paris Hilton?" And you're like, "What?" <laughs> but I like sugar yeah. with this skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. yeah, I mean, just yeah. other like other things that we just assumed were I mean there's a lot of assumptions right we talked about assumptions in the last episode so if you if you missed the first two episodes definitely check them out there's good stuff in there Um, you know we were talking about plastic surgery and even just like the assumption of why somebody did what they did or it's just assumptions about other people's body types plastic surgery aside it's like leave people alone stay in your lane but there's a lot of assumptions you know even growing up with these BMI and the food chart of oh these are these are what's good you know Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, when did we decide to question it? Right. And why didn't we decide to question
1: it sooner? But, you know, it's interesting. I well, probably the internet. That, true,
0: the internet. It was the it 90s.
1: <laughs> Everything's leading back to the internet.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, if I have to fight my three siblings for my 10 minutes of dial-up, internet and block the phone line and wait there for two minutes while it loads with an annoying noise. When I finally get to the world wide web, I'm not looking up the food chart. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is true. This is a good, a very good point. You know, I was looking up pictures of guys that I thought were hot and then printing them out and taping them to my notebook. That's a whole other story. Um, yeah.
0: Sorry. What did you even Google? <laughs> Cute boys. <laughs> no, I you went to Abercrombie and you got the bags. <laughs> I
1: asked Jeeves a few more questions
0: than Google. Cool. asked Jeeves.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I wonder he, how he's doing these days.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But when you think about also like crash dieting, even though we weren't doing it so much in like the 80s and 90s, people... We're turning to like a magic shake, like it was a, yeah. probably a sugary shake drink, but they're just cutting their calories so much, or like
0: a bar, um, right? Or those pills, were- Anna, and Nicole, and the oh yeah, um, I can't remember what it was. I mean, even like Khloe Kardashian did the same thing a couple years ago, right? It's probably ten years ago, yeah. But I can't remember what the, the meanwhile they're like
1: showing them eating salads and all of their shows, but whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, even nowadays, there's this, you know, magic, magic prescription drugs out there that, you know, aren't the best for you long term. But if you, you know, so just like do your research on that, you know? Yeah,
1: people, I mean, people, I don't, I think the thing that will never change is that people are always looking for the easy cure, whether it's a pill, whether it's plastic surgery, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I feel like we should be proud of where we are, um, getting there in all different types of ways, but like, you know, understanding like the healthy way to eat, obviously. I mean, I think it's almost hypocritical, maybe because we both are like, oh, fine, we'll do prolon again, but it's not a, it's a reset, right? Like,
0: at least that's how I see it. Cause I'm not mm-hmm. doing that shit longer than I have to. Oh, I, um, yeah. I do like how it, just, I don't know. I just feel like there's, I, I do feel like it's a good reset. Like just kind of gets, it's a detox in my yeah, it's detox. opinion. But at the same time, do I find myself feeling overweight and I'm like, oh, I should just do pro on. Like, yeah, I, I definitely have that thought. It crosses my mind all the time where it's like, oh, if I just do this and I'll like, you know, not be bloated or whatever, you know? Right. And that should not be it. But I mean, even talk about the prescriptions that people take for weight loss. And it's like, maybe they don't want to take a prescription medication, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do plastic surgery and, and cut their body open. Nobody wants to take uh, a hard prescription drug, you know, and and have to rely on that. But it's we get to the point where it's like, well, this is better than the alternative of staying the same you know right
1: right um i don't know it's it's like it's a weird situation it's you know when you kind of feel like you can't get to another place um Mm -hmm. without making a drastic choice i guess that's kind of where when you find yourself having to make that decision but um it's definitely like Closing the plastic surgery loop, it's not the easy, quick solution. Um, And certainly if you're not already like happy with yourself in some way, it's not going to make you happier. Mm -hmm. Um, The quick and easy diet pill. I mean, those have severe health effects. Um, Whether, you know, your body's going to gain a whole bunch of weight after you stop taking it or say it impacts your heart, um, Mm -hmm. your liver, your kidneys, your, you know, whatever, your major organs. Right. Um, I don't know. There's some scary stuff out there that A, people will try and people will spend money on. Yeah. Um, so I think like the most
0: important thing is definitely do your research. But yep. yeah, do your research no matter what it is, whether it be prescription, a diet plan, plastic surgery. It's like feel good about yourself, do I it for you. Everyone. And do <laughs> that too. Yeah. Pro on.
1: Don't just go. <laughs> But running like even just like an exercise regimen, like you should make sure that it's something that you can handle and that you're not gonna
0: injure yourself doing. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: all that stuff. Yeah. You have one body. So, you know, getting back into you know, why why you do these things? Why do you do plastic surgery? Why do you take prescription drugs? Why do you do the crash diet? Um, why do you do it, it comes down to body image and, and most importantly, self-image of what you think about yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's the fine line that um, with fillers and Botox, right? There's a lot of assumptions that people and judgments that people will do with that, right? And I, I mean, it's I, – I catch myself doing it sometimes where I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's too much, you know? That's too much to me, but that person might like it, right? But you can – always tell when somebody is insecure and and is suffering from that body dysmorphia like no like more and more and more it's never enough like lose the weight lose the weight it's never enough like um filler 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 oh it's never enough right so that gets back into like know yourself be happy with yourself right you have to you have to work on that first right cuz nothing is going to solve your problems Nothing. Are, these are all external things that we do, whether it be plastic surgery or a, a relationship. A person's not going to solve your problems. Uh, a relationship, marriage, something like that—that's not going to solve your problems. Kids aren't going to solve your problems. You know anything? Yeah. Right. Like Just nothing outside of you is going to solve your problem, right? And I and I will be open and honest and say, um, I mean, I get just d- for you know, um, Botox. I do lip filler. I actually just started doing cheek filler um, and lashes. yeah I do eyelash. <laughs> She's like girl don't stop there you got the lashes your hair clearly is not a natural red um, and then
1: hair is definitely that color
0: yeah uh, I got the fake nails you know and somebody could look at me and say oh too much like oh you're a life coach why do you why do you need all these things right? And I could look at somebody else and be like, whoa, that's too much, you know, and somebody could look at somebody else who had one thing, right, and say, oh, that's too much. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It really just matters what you think. If you're going to say it doesn't matter what anybody thinks in terms of assumptions and judgments coming at you, then it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about what you are trying to get or gain or impress this person with. By doing something to your body, you know, like don't do it for anybody else, but you, and also don't care what anybody else thinks about it, but you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, you have to be at a certain level of, I think, emotional maturity to make some of these decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we've certainly made decisions in the past that maybe weren't necessarily directly related to our body or were Um, maybe relationships, maybe, you know, whatever whatever it is that um might have been rash or like everybody else is doing it I have to do it Mm um I think yeah it it goes it just goes back to knowing yourself and and being confident in your skin and knowing that the decision you're making is because it's something that you want to do or it's um you know it it has to be something that you're comfortable with um Mm -hmm. because I'm not gonna lie like plastic surgery had a lot of recovery, a lot of pain, a lot of garments that you don't want to wear, like plus judgment that you're already going to have to deal with. So it's no path is going to be easy or quick or like the fast solution. That's for certain. And Mm -hmm. to that end, be supportive of, um, be supportive of if they're your friend, be supportive of them. Like Yeah, ask the question, make sure that they're okay. But, like, I'm not friends with you because your hair is because of your hair color or because of your eyelash length. Like, I'm friends with you because, like, I feel like we just have a great bond. We have so much fun. We laugh. We can relate on so many different levels and talk about different things and, like, have a lot of different things in common. We're only taking, like, 15 trips together this year. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You know? So it's like but I know me too Um, I gotta wrap this podcast up so I can look at things for Greece
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know there's still a couple spots open for the create your fate podcast or (laughs) create your fate retreat in Greece in April 2023 so join us yeah it will be really Um, fun
1: (laughs) but you know like you're friends with somebody for a deeper reason than the superficial and I don't think people will ever stop wanting to be prettier or have better skin or Mm -hmm. chasing the fountain of youth. I mean, that's been, that's been a thing for like centuries, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Literally. And what I guess this could lead us into um, that whole body types, you
0: know, throughout history. Um, Right. Things change. It's not just, you know, uh, Paris Hilton, Kate Moss into Kim Kardashian into, um, you know, Beyonce back into now what they're trying to get us back into heroin chic. Also, if a body type is called heroin chic, can we just put an end to that? (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: There's nothing good about that. I mean, when we grow, so what's funny is that the eighties were athletic. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, you know, like- all the jazzer size,
1: <laughs> like back, way back in the day, like the wealthy people were pasty and chubby because they didn't have to work outside in the sun, and they ate well. Mm-hmm. Isn't that
0: funny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go back and look, it's a lot of the standards of beauty are actually. um very, I'll go back to say, fuck the patriarchy, but they're actually very racist. They have terrible intentions, right? They come from not great places, these standards of beauty, and it's like, we just don't question them, and we just live with them.
1: Who makes them up anyway? I don't know. Yeah, we went
0: from Everybody wants to make money.
1: We went from 1990s, um, extremely thin, wayfish figure, to the 2000s. A waif. Toned, slim. <laughs> the waif. I would. Waif? Slim. Yeah, waif.
0: Like, waif. W A I F. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, check yeah. out that waif. Like, what? <laughs> My West? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so the 2000s were toned, slim body. And then all of a sudden, bam. 2010s hourglass figure with full curves.
0: Right. So here's the thing is when, okay, if this changes every 10 years, right? Let's say, you know, you don't really, you know, care about this until you're, let's just say like 15. I mean, that's like what five, six generations or um, uh, decades that you have to change yeah. your body type. Like you're going to get one of those. Right. Maybe. You get one season of Maybe. what your Maybe. natural, yeah, right. Maybe, right. You might not pair up at the right time. It's like you are going to get one season and that's it. And then sorry, what? The
1: athletic, build, the athletic build was in the 80s. I was between the ages of newborn
0: and six. <laughs> yeah, right. You and know, I'm I couldn't sorry, think about it. I was pretty athletic in the 80s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't, some people just aren't going to be tall.
0: <laughs> right. <It's> not. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's just literally, it's nutty. And so, you know, it's so funny to think about, you know, when like, just like the times changing, right? And I think this is true for a lot of people where the times change, and we always want to be something that we're not, we're never focused on the actual present moment. And if we could learn just to be happy in the present moment, that is such a game changer. And and more, you know, aspects than just body image, but happy where you are, right? Because I, I, you know, came back from Soul Cycle, taught, I was teaching 15 Soul Cycle classes a week. I was teaching Legree full time too. I was teaching upwards of 20 to 25, 30 fitness classes a week. And yeah, I looked really good. <laughs> you know, I, I would hope so. <laughs> you know, um, my body hurt. All the time, I could not even work out for myself for my own mental health, right? I was broke because I was making zero dollars doing like all this work, right? I was tired. I I couldn't uh, take off because I was trying to, you know, you don't get paid if you don't work, right? So I missed weddings, I missed funerals, I missed everything, and because I was trying to to build this fitness career. <clears throat> but you know, I look at pictures of myself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so much skinnier then. But here's what the picture doesn't show. It doesn't show all these things. I can easily look at a picture. Oh my God, I'm so skinny. And that's going to be my first thought, right? That is my first unconscious thought. I'm so much skinnier. Now, my second thought is going to be, well, I was uh, broke. I was unhappy. My body hurt. You know, I had no life, right? All these things that pictures don't show. Right? So look at if you're looking at a picture of yourself you know what is it what does it not show right, right. Go, dig into that second thought right okay and really think about it right and, and express some gratitude for where you are where I can be like wow, I'm 10 pounds heavier but I'm really happy w- with how I spend my time. I'm really happy with where I'm at in my career uh, and, and the list goes on you know and and here's the kicker I remember, where I was, I, I remember it was the day we were taking Soul Cycle pictures in New York and everybody's there looking glam, you know, they do your hair and makeup and you're, everyone's um, literally taking off clothes and putting on the clothes. Like, it's like, everyone's just like throwing on clothes. Like, we, they had stock clothes that you would just put on, right? And I remember I couldn't wear a lot of the tops because they were made for the, you know, smaller, boutique people with no chest. And I was like, had like three sports bras to pick from versus 80, right? Cause I actually had boobs. And I remember being very self-conscious and, and feeling really overweight and really like, Oh God, like, I don't want to be here. Like I don't look good. And I looked back at that picture cause I was actually I was going to post my original Soul Cycle picture whenever I was coming to Austin to teach, you know, I hadn't taken pictures in a while and I was like, oh, I'll just like post my, my original picture. It's kind of like what we do sometimes. And I was, yeah. I pulled it up and I'm like, Oh my God, I am so much skinnier in this picture. I, and I was like, I I can't post this. Like oh it was, it, it was overwhelming. This like, I don't know what the feeling was. Just like, I, I think I was embarrassed maybe or like ashamed and I didn't post it. Do you think people would even notice the difference? You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know that they would. I'm sure, I'm sure some people would, but the majority would probably not, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't think. But they'd in probably, my they'd head. would probably be like,
0: your hair's a little pinker. <laughs> yeah. And longer. Uh, like, why did I do that? hair grows but <laughs> or I can get a weave you know what right there's, there's no your hair
1: now is a little pinker than like probably oh year yeah year, yeah it
0: used like, to be bright or red. red or like well people would know like that's not a recent picture of me but yeah I don't know well, I just interesting what's interesting about what you said too um
1: about you know when when you oh my god I was so thin but you didn't realize like oh my body hurt I was tired, I wasn't making a lot of money, I wasn't like this other level of happiness wasn't there. Like you're saying too, when you look back at a picture and you're like, oh, it was a little heavier, but man, like I had a great year, you know, Mm -hmm. like yeah got to try all the I toured Italy and got to try all the food, you know, whatever the situation is. Um I think I yeah, I think it's it's important to give yourself, you know, some grace and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's definitely a conscious, it's a conscious challenge.
0: It um, is. Oh, for sure. I'm a life coach and I still was like, Oh, I don't want to like, you know, like I know all these things, but I still was like, Oh, I don't want to post this, you know? And it is, it's a, it's a battle that Yeah. it's like, it's sometimes it's daily, you know? Right. And yeah. depending on, I guess, how much time you spend on social media, I would definitely recommend people. I stopped scrolling. And it is wonderful. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but sometimes they're just funny memes, and they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the algorithm too. It's like if you if you even if you hold your phone over a picture for an extra second, it's like, oh, you like this. Let me show you more of it. So if you are yeah. putting your picture on somebody who's, um, uh, f- you know, fitness person or. Uh, Body type that you like, or model, or whatever it is, you're going to get more of that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. hold the phone over the memes for a second longer is my yeah. point. <laughs> but you got to trick the algorithm back. Right. Um. So it, it's interesting because, you know, I, I coach people to think about what you want. Right. Don't stop thinking about what you don't want because you're just going to get more of what you don't want. And I had done this thing last year. Where all I did was focus on my body, and the the ways that I love, I loved it, and where I was had insane gratitude for it, right? So I I do agree. And there's mirrors everywhere. It's like Pilates, megaformer, mirrors everywhere, and my eyes always go to the one part of my body that I absolutely hate, right? Yeah. And I, I, it's like the lower part of my stomach and I just, you know, short torso, that's just where you're going to, you're going to gain quicker there, right? Because it's smaller and there's nothing wrong with that. But my, my, my eyes would always go to this one spot on me and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's still here. Right. And I kept thinking about what I don't want, what I don't like, what I don't have. I don't have the, the stomach that I want and I did this challenge when I first started the 90-Day Mindset Makeover, um, and I was doing this with some people who were doing it. And I I decided, hey, I'm going to do this thing where all I do is I'm going to – you're not responsible for your first thought, right? It's going to go there. It's going to look, and you're going to say, oh, I don't like this. But I said, I'm going to recant everything and choose again. And it led to the first couple of days I was like, you know, always going to look there. But then I was like – well, look what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm look at my strong legs, right? Oh my gosh, I'm really happy that I can do this. Or look how um, well I'm performing this one exercise, you know? And it was hard at first. And then you kind of get used to it. And it comes into this, at the end of the 30 days, I did it for 30 days. This like insane, just gratitude of focusing on things that you like about yourself. And Mm -hmm. You know what? I want to say like my body didn't change actually at all Mm -hmm. and I mean maybe it did but I just remember being so happy with it, you know, and I was just so happy and I loved everything about it. Like was my stomach still there? Yeah, it was but I was happy with it, you know?
1: Yeah, for – for me, I feel like I do the same thing, but sometimes like, I don't know, there's in the solid core classes, there's the blue lights. And for whatever reason, sometimes those blue lights, I'm like, is that me? Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Good, you know? And it's Yeah. A nice feeling. Now I don't always feel that way. God, I never like, I mean, but it's a really great feeling when you do. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, I, I don't know. It's. It, it's weird how you can really trick your mind into or convince your mind maybe into thinking mm-hmm. or seeing, you know, when, when positive begets positive, like it, it works. And it, right. I feel like that kind of, you know, mindset works at work or like if you're in a bad mood and you're like, you know what, I just really need to be positive today. I just need to go in today and think this like,
0: mm-hmm. whoa, it can change your world. Yeah. I mean I that's I literally <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Funny, I finally had known this when I was younger. When I got that yeah, Pizza Hut yeah. sticker from episode one. But <laughs> 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 so yeah, I mean it's a law of attraction. It's literally what you focus on, you get more of, right? Your mind is so strong, it will literally always find what you look for. So if you look for a reason to hate your body, you're gonna find it, you know? Right. Um if you look for a reason To love your body, you're also going to find it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it it really is just – I mean, gratitude is such just – it's just like a game changer. And a lot of times it just doesn't feel authentic at first. You're like, I'm grateful for – I can't think of anything because I'm hating everything about myself so much. But really, it just comes down to just learning to love yourself and accept yourself. And in order to do that, I think you – Honestly, I think, you know, the most confident people out there are not the people who are the best at something or look the best at something or do things the best way or are the picture of whatever everybody else wants. It's just the people who understand themselves the most.
1: Right. And you know what? It's interesting too that I found myself doing this today. There was this girl standing on the street corner and she was, I think, walking to the metro stop. And um, the metro here is, like, our public transportation. So um, she's there. She has fuzzy cat ears. She's an adult. Has fuzzy cat ears on. Has these massive earrings that are, like, crazy shapes. Um, Some jacket. But she was, like, confident and feeling herself. And my first I was, like, what is this girl doing? What a weirdo. But then I stopped and I was, like, You know what, good for her. Like she's feeling like she knows herself and she She's feeling herself. She's feeling herself. And she's confident in who she is. And like that, I don't know, that's just I guess a gift or maybe even something that we should all work towards. Um Mm -hmm. it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, it's not quick, but it's worth uh worth aspiring
0: to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's that's kind of it. It's like, you got to feel yourself, you know? And, but in order to do that, it's like, you got to spend time with you. So if that means, you know, figuring out what, you know, screwing the the food chart or the food pyramid and BM, BMI, it's like what works for you? What, what workouts make you feel really good, right? What do you enjoy doing? What foods make you feel really good, right? Um, right. What activities? How you spend your time? Because here's the thing: is um, when you do all those things that make you feel good, you you can wake up looking the same way you did yesterday when you were in a shitty mood, thinking about everything that you don't don't like, and you maybe you ate foods that don't make you feel good, even if they were good foods. But you're like, oh, I don't want to eat this because I'm just eating this because I want to look a certain way or whatever, right? And you know you're not going to feel good about yourself, but if you do things that make you feel good, right, you're going to feel good. That's literally, it's literally that's it. It's
1: learning. It's learning your body and finding that balance and relationship with your body for sure. Like you just when you're saying eat foods that make you feel good. Like when you really step back and for you take away gluten. For me, um, mm-hmm. I. Always found that I had trouble digesting like high fat dairy products but I love cheese but you know what I took cheese out of my diet took dairy out of my diet and then I had a piece of <laughs> don't judge me American cheese like melted on like <laughs>
0: I was like why would I judge you it? oh <laughs> that's the <laughs> cheese you went for <laughs> I, mean, I would was never judge just- Oh, I'm judging you you went for American cheese <laughs>
1: Good old solid grilled cheese, but I just was like putting. It oh in yeah, and, you know, I felt like garbage.
0: Yeah, you got to know yourself, know know your body. I mean, here's the thing too: there's there's so many things out there because everybody's different. So if gluten free is not not your jam, then don't do it, right? And and you don't need a, a label on anything. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm gluten free. I'm keto. I'm this, whatever. It's Sometimes I eat this, but like 80% of the time I eat this and 20% I have I have fun, you know, on the weekends or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever that balance champagne. is. And some, <laughs> I would never tell you to not drink champagne. I love champagne. Um, mm, yeah. I really do. I really do. I just like can't – like I just – liquor does not – I just don't – it doesn't do well. I don't like it. But it just doesn't end well. An espresso martini, though. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and margaritas too. I'm in Texas. You have to drink them. But generally speaking, it's not a good thing. My body is not happy when I drink it. I'll say that. But I'm at the
1: I'm at a place where like the wine isn't sitting.
0: Champagne. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Champagne's fine. Like I love red wine.
0: Well, also your body changes every time, so like allow your body to change, you know. And again, that's just checking in with yourself, being like, how does this food make me feel? How does this workout make me feel? How does this, um, you know, me thinking about plastic surgery make me feel? Right? Why am I doing this for me? You got to feel yourself. You got to live your You live your life for yourself, right? Am I doing? Am I, am I going to make this invasive bodily procedure for me? Right? do I want to get filler in my nose because it makes it straight and makes me feel good or do I think this person's gonna like me if I had a straight nose you know like there's right. there's all these things like just do it for you and and really spend time with yourself and get to know yourself but more importantly learn to love yourself every step of the way right, right. whether you're on your weight loss journey if you are 10 pounds heavier than you, Think you? I hate to use the word should. Don't even use that word. There's no should. It doesn't actually exist. But 10 pounds heavier than you were. It's like you can make a, a decision to make conscious, you know, healthy decisions and whatnot or decisions that make you feel confident, but just love yourself even if you didn't do that. Like, would I love myself even if I did not do this? And if that answer is no, work on that first. Yes, 100%. Couldn't so. say it better myself. <laughs> Maybe we should end it there. I, oh my gosh, is oh, our yeah. is our series actually over? <laughs> I'm sure we can think of more for another time. But yeah. For another now. time. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for being on the phone with me for three hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been fun. We'll have to collect a QA and see what people want to know.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. I'll put a little poll on Instagram for sure. Um yeah, well, that's it. So I'm I'm gonna tag you, Alana, your fake your <laughs> fake, um, alter ego for your to protect your um, identity from the public fame that's going to come from being this podcast guest. You know, but uh, I don't know if people love you. Then where do they where can they find you? I'll tag you on the on the video. Oh yeah, um, I mean Instagram at akdibus. That's me. And I hear you might be starting some blog. Blonde, not bland. <laughs> Blonde, not bland. Uh, nothing has happened yet, but really, you. we'll see. We'll see what happens Maybe I with can that. Start that. I should grab that Instagram handle too. That's not already. Yeah, you taken. probably should <laughs> quick do it before the episode comes out. <laughs> People yeah, are assholes. Really. They steal things all the time. <laughs> I get hit up. Like, would you like to buy Meg Ellis life Coach And I'm like, who buys these things and tries to sell you that much? Like, it's crazy. Are you literally doing it right now? You're doing it right now. You're funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Oh crap. We got to do it right now. Sorry. Oh my God. Well, um, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll share Elena with y'all. Excuse me, Alana. Um, But she's my my best friend. My Instagram
1: has like phonetic pronunciation.
0: (laughs) Yes. My name, I got lucky, Meg. It's pretty easy. (laughs) Meg. But, well, that's a wrap on Body Image. And um, thanks for hanging with us. If you missed the first two episodes, definitely check them out. There's some good stuff in there, good nuggets. You know, I believe that you can create your life. You can create your fates. And we're going to nail this on the third try. We're going to both do it great. If we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. Expect Expect good good things. things. Always. Always. (laughs) And they will happen. That's all we got for you guys today. And we'll see you all soon.